Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. Hey, og velkommen til Hanksy Panksy, en podcast der två dumme idioter tittar på filmer med Tom Hanks i huvudrollen. I dag pratar vi om en man som heter Uva. Var er det, Sam? Uh, I'm, I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of the dumb idiots. Ja! <laughs> uh, Close enough. Yeah, that'll do. It, Ten for good buddy. It so here's the thing. To to my own ears, Swedish does sound like someone speaking German with a bunch of grapes in their mouth. Mm. Now this I'm no linguist. I'm only part of a linguistics minor. Um mm-hmm. never completed. But uh I think you could you could probably say that that's accurate, I think. I mean, it's like my grandpa, uh, when when he was so he was fluent in Yiddish, sure, uh, <clears throat> which sounds like a euphemism for calling someone Jewish, um, but isn't <laughs> uh, in in this particular case. Uh, you know, he was fluent in Yiddish, if you know what I if mean. If you know what I mean, if you're uh, picking up the pieces of what I'm putting down, <laughs> that kind of persuasion. Um, but no, so whenever he would go to Germany. Uh, he would, he would just speak Yiddish, but like kind of, kind of weird. And that, that's how he spoke German. (laughs) Yeah. I think you could get by, uh, probably speak. I mean, so for reference, uh, I wanted to do this intro in Norwegian because that's the language I actually have been learning to speak. Um, Mm -hmm. and you were like, no, no, no. The book is called, uh, in man, some, uh, heter Uva. It is Swedish. You must do it in Swedish. And I said, okay, I'll look it up and see how close they are. Sam, they're very, very close. So I feel like yeah. the membrane between those two languages, very, very thin. Now, whether mm-hmm. or not you could get by in Scandinavia just speaking bad German, I don't know. I can't speak to that. I think, I, I, again, I think if I needed to order something in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, I would show them a picture of grapes first. I would get some grapes. I'd jam them in my gob, and then I would speak <laughs> German. And I think I could get the order out pretty fine. Yeah, probably. But uh, all that to say, if you don't speak Swedish or Norwegian or Danish, and you didn't catch the intro there, we did watch uh, a man called Otto, or as it is known in the original Swedish, a man called Uva. So... Yeah. Yes. Uh, the 2022 asterisk yeah. movie. Yeah, I guess. Can we talk about that really quick now that we've seen the film? Um, sure. Yeah. Just how you <clears throat> you incited such a panic in me because a few weeks ago you were like, or maybe last week, I guess last week, you were like, we have to go see this movie on Friday. And I went, fucking for real? And you said mm-hmm. yes because the official release date for this film is technically the last week of 2022. Yes. But. Uh, and so we thought that we were going to have to spend our New Year's Eves talking about a man called Otto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. However. Yeah. It turns out uh, those fucking coastal elites don't think Little Rock, Arkansas is important enough 
to premiere their fancy pants movie. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it came here about a week later. Yeah. Which is why we're here now. Which our best guess, folks at home, if you're wondering, yes, we think we did that they did this so they could get it in for award season in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of yeah. sneak it in under the radar by releasing it in New York and Los Angeles and, uh, you know, I don't, Seattle, I don't know, other burgeoning metropolitan yeah. areas, but not here in good old Little yeah. Rock, Arkansas. <clears throat> yeah, again, just skipping over the real America. Yeah. Uh with with the premiere. Mhm. Uh so so we did see this in a movie theater. Uh yep. Luke, it was you, me, and my wife. Mhm. Yeah, it was a great time. And uh it was a good time, you know? Uh I I, I didn't really want to go. Uh but uh you know, I had a nice time. It, it I feel like every time I go to the movie theater now. I don't really want to go. Uh, but once I'm there, I generally, unless it's DC League of Super Pets, mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah. It's just, I still I still really am in love with the experience of going to a movie theater, getting some popcorn and an icy, which I'm trying not to call a freezy. I don't know. I guess that's what my family called them, was freezies. Mm. But if you, it's like well, speaking Norwegian at a Swedish person. Yeah. Um, well, and also yours was a drippy. Mine was a drippy. Mine was a little less ice, a little bit more drip. So yeah, it was quite the drippy. Uh, but yeah, you say freezy at these people, they do not know what you're. I mean, they know what you're talking about, but the look mm-hmm. they give you uh, is not good. It's not a good look. Well, you got to go with the established brand. The brand is icy. Yeah. I guess that's true. It is. It is icy. It'd be like asking for like a Clarnex, and someone would be like, "Well, I understand what you're saying, but that is not the established brand of the thing that I I know and love as a Kleenex." Okay, I was wondering if you were going for Kleenex or a uh, uh, Klondike. Klondike. Oh no, Klondike would be like Klondil. Okay. Yeah. Uh Ooh, okay. We we can make a game of this. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I'm going to boot up my doll computer and <laughs> order me some Clondills off of Amazon. Amazon um or just Rainforest. I'm going to get me a box of stuff off of Rainforest. Mhm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, so we got in the car, uh, or I got in the car. You guys are already in the car. Uh, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And I just asked, "Are you excited to see the movie? Or are you excited to be going to a movie theater?" And you said, "Fucking no." Yeah, so it was were... a quick no. Uh, yeah, did not. I I just I like being at home, Luke. Mm-hmm. I like watching a movie in the comfort of my home. I don't have to wear real pants. I can get up and uh, go go pee. I can get a drink. Um, I can have snacks of my choice because I actually don't love popcorn. I think you you kind of hate it, don't you? Yeah, I vomited after eating popcorn once, and that sort of did it for me. Yeah, which is no good. I understand. I have the same thing for most nuts after a, mm. a bad experience as a child and puking all over a carpet. Um, uh, what about uh, what about these nuts? These nuts, totally fine. Uh, who doesn't love these nuts? These nuts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay. It kind of throws off the rhythm when the watch was simultaneous. So it does. So it throws it off. It also here's the thing, folks. We saw the movie. We got back into my car with my wife. We could not talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. Then we went to dinner, all three of us together. Still couldn't talk about the movie. Now we can talk about the movie, and I'm struggling to do it. Well, that's because we aren't yet talking about the movie. We're doing true. the intro bits. So, But Very I already know true. how your watch was, so I'm not terribly interested in that. Right. I, I do actually want to take this opportunity. Um, once again, I don't know how this keeps happening... Uh, this film does deal with a lot of um, 
suicide mm, uh, yeah. talk imagery stuff like that so if that's upsetting for you understand what it's gonna come up throughout the episode but also if that's something that um you know you're dealing with or, or a loved one is dealing with you can always call 988 uh, and that will get you to your um suicide helpline in your area and they can help you out so yeah. uh 988 24 7 it'll get you at least in the u.s uh, for for our Irish listeners, I don't know. Yeah. Um. You could you could always try calling that Jewish former minister of yours. <laughs> Maybe he has um, some 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 words of wisdom. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe nine nine nine. Just give it a shot and see what yeah. happens. I don't know. Um, um. I I can tell you his erotica will not do the trick. I did read some of it. Uh. After last episode and uh dude should not be writing erotica (laughs) (laughs) yeah but luke Mm -hmm. what is what is the plot of a man called otto a man called otto sam do you remember the first 10 minutes of up Mm -hmm. that's the movie yeah yeah (laughs) except the the guy in Up does not repeatedly try to end his own life. No, he does not. So for the folks at home, if you aren't familiar with the first ten minutes, the first brutal ten minutes of Up, the oh, Disney God. Pixar film Up. Um, I mean, I guess go watch this. Ten minutes is it's extremely emotionally affecting, and it's a great ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gist is that this guy has recently lost his wife like i think they say six months ago he lost his wife um yeah and he's been this guy Otto, and he's been trying to sort of piece together how to live his life uh mostly by deciding that he needs to end it so that he can go see his wife Mm -hmm. again um and so he does attempt to to take his own life in various ways all of which seem to kind of go wrong at the last minute for various reasons um and he's he's a total grumpus so much like the movie yes. up he he learns to be less of a grump over the course of the movie by getting to know his neighbors especially this family that moves in that's renting a house across from his we also get a lot of flashbacks of him and his wife falling in love and going through various life sort of changes um which is where it, it really is like the first 10 minutes of up um yeah, so it's just this very emotionally affecting movie where the guy learns to sort of figure out how to live without his wife and all the while you're just getting punched in the feels by mm-hmm. uh, these constant flashbacks starring his son, Truman Hanks. Truman, a new Hanks. A new Hanks, folks. I cooked up, I think, specifically for you and me. I don't... Here's the thing. We did, what, a year and a half of Tom Hanks movies? Something like that. Yeah, it was like 60 episodes. Yeah, 60-something episodes. Um, Did not know there was a Truman Hanks. Yeah. Uh, Where were you hiding this boy? Yeah, where was this boy? Because all of a sudden he's here and he's starring in this film alongside Daddy-O Hanks. Mm Mm-hmm. What? I'm telling you... They grew him in a vat. They grew him in a tank. In a bacta tank. Yeah. Like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just, they they uh, ripped him out of there and they said, you're playing this man's younger self. You're his son. Mm-hmm. And he went, by golly, okay. Yeah. I'm going to look at everything with my big wet eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to get out there and just act my, act my heart out. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, my new smooth body. Mm-hmm. Gonna get out there, and I'm gonna make make uh my tank papa happy. Yeah, make tank papa proud. So anyway, Sam, that's sort of the general plot. Um, loosely sketched, no three act structure. Mm-hmm. Your money back guarantee today. Uh, sure. What do you think of this movie? Uh, okay. Question. Yeah. Uh, I know for the the Keanu season. There's no good, there's no bad. Yeah. Does that hold true for emergency broadcasts? Emergency broadcasts are not binding to the no good, no bad, but we can preserve it if you so choose. House rules, baby. Absolutely not. 
emergency broadcast plays by the rules of the original season. Yes. It is so decided. Um, fucking phenomenal. Yes. I mean, it's a real gut punch, but goddamn, this movie's good. This movie is... I'm glad you said that because this movie's really good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, folks, it's it's a hard recommend uh, for, for me. It's mm. good. Look, it will get you okay um it's it's fucking powerful yes uh luke did did you cry at all i didn't cry but i did get quite choked up at numerous times in this movie oh yeah i so for some reason there were multiple moments where i was like i would like to cry now i couldn't but i wanted to yeah um I will say, I don't know, I don't know if she minds me saying it or not. Kenna did. Mm-hmm. Kenna did. It got her in a big way. And and I'll tell you, a lot a lot of the topics in this movie cuz you know, you'll watch a sad movie whatever. And Kenna told me that this movie was not a comedy. Yeah. Uh, uh, a few days ago. And so, um I you know, I I knew it wouldn't be, like, the funniest fucking thing in the world. I did not realize that it would push, like, all my particular buttons. That it would uh, yeah. that w- it would hit all these specific sort of uh, sad pressure points. Yeah, I was going to say that in particular, I'm quite vulnerable to this plot line, this sort of emotional thread, which is, like, you know, going through life stages with a person and learning, you know, loving someone and then losing them is quite a large, like looming disaster Mm -hmm. in my life like something i'm not looking forward to is losing the people i love as you get older um Mm -hmm. and so movies like yeah would be wild if you were yes it would be fucking bananas if i was like yeah i can't wait till all my friends and loved ones are dead yeah just just fucking counting down (laughs) the days till my wife beefs it yeah just waste them waste them all um but yeah, I think. Sorry. I, no, no. I. It's a valid point because I. All that to say, I don't think I'm alone. <laughs> in, no. In that particular affliction, because I think, and it's just weird that um, and it's not weird. It's not a lot of movies play in that space. So for mm-hmm. me, it's pretty much this and up. Um. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, it does it in a in a really effective way yes um because that like sense of loss and emptiness is very tangible Mm -hmm. in this movie yeah uh they have very effectively like put you in that like uh like vibe feeling Mm mm-hmm of of just like having someone that you loved and having them gone, but still having the reminders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Of them, uh, of their presence, and I, I think that that's part of what sort of like twists the knife, if you will. Yeah, is that there are all these reminders. Yeah, and I think uh, that this movie also does a really good job of uh, portraying something that I've heard from older folks in my life uh and i've sort of experienced as i get older but obviously you know we're still young dumb and full to come so mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't hit that age yet but where you kind of experience life through your own memories like there's a lot of moments yeah. in this movie where he is doing something but at the same time he's really sort of dwelling on you know moments in his past that are reminiscent yes. of whatever he's doing uh, or just whatever he's thinking about you kind of live through your memories and Fuck if those memories aren't super powerful in this movie. Oh yeah, one um, one got me pretty hard. Hmm. Um, and it was the bus. Hmm. The bus. The yeah. bus was rough. The bus was rough. Um. And uh, like, I'll be honest, the um, the the suicide stuff. Uh, got me. Yeah. Uh, because again, it like at times it. So the the movie is, I feel like, very Swedish. In yeah, in the sense that there is a very very dark humor 
mm-hmm. uh, running throughout. That that is really well done. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the the suicide scenes, I guess, are like, I guess, tragic comic is yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And so like it, it's still very upsetting. Um, but also like th- there is a, f- a funniness to it, but man, th- they still got me. Yeah. They still got me, particularly the, the, the last one. Yeah. Uh, that one was, uh, j- just, just kind of tough to get through. Yeah, because you're talking about, I mean, all the other, so the attempts to, to paint a picture of what you're talking about are either being tragicomic, because I found them fairly comedic at certain points. Um, mm-hmm. It's sort of portrayed that way. Like, the very opening scene of this movie is him buying rope at a hardware store and then mm-hmm. complaining that he got five feet of rope, which is exactly what he needs, and they're charging him for six feet of rope, which is like 33 cents difference. Yeah. Um, and then being upset about this, which I want to talk about, re the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then he goes home and puts on his nice suit and he runs this noose through his, his ceiling. Um, but he's, he spent this whole time leading up to this sort of complaining about how nothing is the same. You can't buy good equipment. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the hook that he's installed into the top of his into his ceiling gives way. As he's trying to hang himself and he falls to the floor. Like, that's sort of the vibe of a lot of these scenes. Except that last one. Uh, yeah, the last one, um, there's nothing funny about it. No, there's no there's no comedic pretense. Not that it can truly be no. funny outside of, like you said, a very dark sense of humor. Um, right. But, yeah, there's nothing even remotely... Yeah, it's just a it's a tough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, again, I I genuinely recommend that you go see this movie. Do prepare yourself. Yeah. Um, cause you're gonna probably get choked up. Yeah. Now, I I have some questions for you. Okay. Where would you rank this? In, in Tom's movies. Top five. Easy. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Top five. Um, super easy. And as as my wife pointed out, and, and honestly, I agree. I think this is not necessarily his best movie. Obviously up there, but The Burbs is, is still, for me, king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily his best performance ever. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm trying okay. to think of I'm trying to think of one that beats it. I just feel like there has to be one, um, mm-hmm. maybe one with a little bit more range, because Otto is definitely like a grumpus. The dude is, uh, but he goes through a lot, and yeah. we see a lot. I mean, it is, it's a top three for me. I just don't know what the other two would be. Um, so I like I think. When I think about, like, really good performances of his... Um, it's like Saving Private Ryan's I, probably up there. That one's pretty good, though. I would say that one's also, like, fairly one note. And yeah, And you don't true. get a whole lot about his character. Yeah. Um, Castaway, Castaway, I think. Castaway, yeah. Easily. But there's something about this performance that I thought is, like... I, I Generally speaking, I kind of hate this phrase... It is a tour de force. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it a is, tour de France, isn't it? It is a tour de France. Even some some have said a tour de Suisse. Mmm, a tour um, de Suisse. Uh-huh. That is that is a joke, honestly, specifically for Sarah Hales Britain. Sorry, Dr. Sarah Hales Britain <laughs> and really no one else. Yeah. Um... um but yeah, yeah. I think okay. So for me, it is way up there. I think Castaway beats it for me, um, in terms of raw, raw force of nature acting talent on display kind of film. Mm-hmm. I think Castaway. But here's the crazy thing, Sam. It's 2023. 
we're talking about Tom Hanks' performances, and this is either number one or number two, depending on which of us you're talking to. That's Mm -hmm. bonkers and awesome. Oh, fucking impressive. And I'm going to say, definitely deserves the Oscar for this. Yeah. Super good Um, movie. Yeah, great movie. And, like, you know, kind of sucks that they they sort of squeezed it in at the last minute. Mm -hmm. And... And, like, you and I had talked about how it seemed like it was Oscar bait. But, like, they pulled it off. Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes you bait and the fish are biting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, do you think he will win an Oscar? Our boy's never won an Oscar, right? Oh, no, he's won two. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. For Philadelphia? <sighs> it's it's either Philadelphia and Forrest Gump or Forrest Gump and Green Mile. I think it's Philadelphia. We should know better. But it's, mm-hmm. hey, folks, we've done one whole other person's oeuvre <laughs> and now, like, a piece of Keanu Reeves's oeuvre as well. Yeah. So it's been a minute. Um, and also... The Fifty Shades series. And so. the Fifty Shades series. Plus Twilight. There's a mm-hmm. lot of good content here at the Honksy Ponksy podcast. So you <laughs> should uh, you should check out the back catalog. Um Yeah, I think I think he's got a real shot at it, my guy. Yeah, I hey, think so. And if mm-hmm. he if he wins this thing, what uh-huh. do we do as the world's preeminent oh. Tom Hanks experts? Huh. Mm-hmm. I, do we have to like throw a party do I we get an oscar i don't i feel like we get a piece of the oscar surely i feel like he sh- he could saw off like part of a foot yeah or send just that give us, to us like some just take a nail file to it get us some filings yes and then mail it uh, to cause, us because because you know like he's got two other goodens yeah so he don't really need the third. No, he can scuff um, it up. You know what yeah, I mean? It, like, yeah, like you can do the back. Yeah. Honestly, I would prefer the back if you could do some butt shavings. Oh, you off know of your, your boys Oscar. would. Your boys would love some Oscar butt shavings. Uh, I cherish those butt shavings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, here's here's part of why I think. He's got a good chance at the Oscar. Mm-hmm. And it is because it seems that Oscar voters are a bunch of old, white, angry boomers. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Who love nothing more than to give awards to white people over people of color. Mm-hmm. And especially if, like, the movie has something to say that's, like, honestly, a little MAGA adjacent. Mm hmm. But not necessarily like fascist. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I was gonna say about the the audience. We saw this movie, Sam. We were easily the youngest people in the audience by like mm, thirty years. By at least thirty years, uh, mm-hmm. probably more uh, for some yeah. of these folks. And there was some there was some nods and some some mm-hmm's at certain things in this movie, like him arguing over thirty three cents at the hardware store, yeah, and asking to see someone's manager. You could feel some like mm-hmm and get some laughs from some of the older folks in the audience that were really vibing with that aspect of this film. Can I tell you about a scene that I know the audience vibed with? Mm-hmm. And it was the train scene. Mm, the train scene. Because uh, Tom Hanks is going to jump in front of a train to kill himself. uh, But instead, uh, another old man um, has some sort of uh, loss of consciousness or something, falls off the train platform onto the tracks. Yeah. And so a bunch of young people are standing on the platform. And what do they do? They whip their phones out and just film the, the fallen man on the tracks and then, f- like, it, they're all clamoring to film this man die. Yeah. And it is absolutely insane. And then mm-hmm. Tom jumps down, heaves the man back onto the platform, 
And this man is like bleeding from his head. And again, you just hear all these young people being like, make sure you film him. Make sure you film him. And it is, hey, shit. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It made me genuinely <laughs> kind of mad because it is so clearly a fucking boomer being like, you know, kids these days on their phone too much. They just want to film someone die. That's what every millennial wants to do Yeah, is wake up, eat avocado toast, and then live stream someone dying. Yeah. Because there's a moment too where he's walking away. I'm sure you clocked this, but there's two of the, the young women that were filming it are saying like, you know, be sure to follow us. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. I, I will grant them that uh, in any given situation like that, there is at least one person that will do that in the modern age. Sure. But you or I or the average bear in that scenario would be attempting to help get the person out of the train tracks. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also think it's it's worth pointing out that the only person who helps Tom off the tracks when he's like sitting there trying to decide if he wants to stay there and get hit by a train is just another sort of, or like just a middle-aged man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so again, very much like not young people. It's, uh, it's just another old. Yeah, exactly. And so I know the people in that audience if they could get hard, which they statistically likely cannot, would have fucking tented their pants during yeah. that scene. Yeah. So there is that thread, uh, like you said, sort of MAGA adjacent pieces of mm-hmm. how America is dying. I mean, he flat out says that America is dying at one point. Yeah. And now on that front, I maybe don't disagree. I don't uh, disagree either. <laughs> In, in many very capitalistic ways, it is. Yeah, late-stage um, capitalism, folks. We're living it. Yeah, as you know, uh, Republicans have voted 11 times as of time recording and cannot get a fucking speaker because they're all fucking whack jobs. Um, you know, it's maybe not the healthiest country in the world. Yeah, so- <laughs> Some of the sewage pipes don't go the way. Like, if we were a house, right, as a country, if we Mm -hmm. were a house, there's some sewage going the wrong way. Some of the lights are flickering. Oh, yeah. There's bricks and shingles falling off. You're turning on a faucet and mud's coming out. Mm -hmm. It's It ain't great. (laughs) It's it's fixable. Yeah. um, In a sense, but in a bigger sense, it kind of ain't. So... So yeah, it's there's some of that in there. It, there is also like the the notion that like young people are dumb and helpless and can't do anything like the neighbor's husband. Yeah. Uh Tom keeps calling a nitwit cuz he can't do anything. Yeah. Well, when you say but can't Tom do also, anything, you mean like handy stuff. He can't like yeah. fix up a dishwasher or Correct. you know, s- stuff like that, which I think, okay, this is a personal pet peeve of mine because mm-hmm. uh, younger folks have YouTube. We can yes. do goddamn anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I want to know how to hook up a dishwasher, there are 500 videos on YouTube that will tell me how to do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of insane that that's sort of the viewpoint. The other thing mm-hmm. that I, I makes me irritated about that is that uh, Tom Hanks' character, Otto, has a degree in engineering. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does have a degree in engineering and also seems to just have a real knack for understanding mm-hmm. how things work. <laughs> yeah. He's got a gift for it. So. Yeah. So, I like... Yeah, I may not be the handiest person in the world, but also, like, I, I can figure out stuff via YouTube, via like you YouTube. said. Do you know, people, there are YouTube videos out there of people pretending to be your dad teaching you things. 
Mm, yeah, lucrative market that one. We should really oh, yeah. look into that, actually. So I would like to be your daddy teaching you things. Mm, now this is yeah. a direction I really enjoy. Yes. A lot of leather, but teaching you how to install a wall sconce. Yeah, today we're going to install the microwave into your cabinetry and hook it up uh now mm-hmm. bend over and uh you know, take this whip to the backside like a good good boy and then mm-hmm. hand me the screwdriver while you're down there exactly i said a phillips head now bend over again you're getting caned mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody didn't flip the correct breaker and daddy got a big old shock so now you're going to get a big old shock. <laughs> right to your nips. Right to your neep nops. Um, here's the other. He's very grumpy, and I think I know exactly why. You mean outside of the, the dead wife? Yeah, outside of that. Okay, yeah, sure. What is, he drives what's a Chevy. Ah, uh, yeah. That's going to make you miserable. They're yeah. not good cars. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. Um, yeah, which is the whole thing in this movie too that he's he's hell bent on owning a Ford or a Chevy. Uh, oh no 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 no! He's hell bent on Chevy. His friend has a Ford, and he is oh, very yeah. judgy about it. That's true. You are correct. I misunderstood that aspect of this movie. Yes, you're right. He drives a yeah. Chevy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is a Chevy man through and through. Yeah. And this is why he is a miserable man through and through. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to tell you, his wife could be alive and I think he'd still be just as grumpy because the man is driving a Chevy Cruze. Yeah. And, you know, Job himself <laughs> could not handle driving a Chevy Cruze. <laughs> That's real good. Thank um, you. <laughs> Job's chariot. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So there's some threads in this movie uh, that don't pull super great when you start looking no. at them. But uh, I was going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. How does this rank amongst other Playtone movies that we've watched? Oh god, it is easily the best. Yes, the Playtone being for the new initiates among us, uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's production company. Um, yeah. Um, and honestly, not a lot of hits coming out of Playtone. No. Unfortunately. It's very interesting these days, now that we've done Dwayne Johnson, to compare The Rock's production company, Seven Bucks, Mm-hmm. To Playtone, because one of these is a Mega Millions uh, mega hit production factory. Yes. And the and other, the other one, is Playtone. And the other one is Playtone, a group that gave us, uh, what's the stupid? Um, that thing you do? That thing you do. Thank you. Yeah, you were in my brain. You knew You're where I was going. Yeah. Yeah. You just, all you had to say is that's stupid. Yeah. I was about to start drumming the drum part to the that thing you do, mm, uh, it, yeah. which would also have gotten you there. I feel like, but oh, without a doubt, yeah, yep. Okay, so uh, I do I do have a couple other questions. Okay, I feel like in the past couple things we've seen, uh, we've seen like a meaner, more um, uh, aggressive corrosive tom yes do you think he's tired of being nice or do you think he's tired of everyone being like he's america's dad okay i actually think it's the exact opposite Mm. uh in that i think he really likes being america's dad and what's the best way to reinforce that is a movie plot where he starts off corrosive and abrasive um, and then it ends up being a lovable sweetheart, Olive Finch, or this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Both I movies like do end with him, spoiler alert, ends with him dying. 
Allegedly, in, yes. Allegedly, in sort of, um, is you know, dying in as happily as anybody can, I guess, as happily yeah. as anybody can. Because in both situations, it's like, well, he lived a good life and had come to terms with the end of his life by the end of it. Um, now, I put it to you, there is a happier way to die. Okay. And that is neck deep in cocaine. <laughs> Have you asked yourself, this is completely off the rails, um, mm-hmm. would you partaketh in the banned substances if you are 98, 99, 100? I mean, what do you, my theory is, what have you got to lose at that point? Well, here's the problem. I do feel like over the age of 65, one granule of cocaine will kill you Probably. on the spot. Yeah. Your heart cannot do it. if you can't get an erection you can't do cocaine i feel like that's <laughs> soft cock no rocks that's what we say around here <laughs> man i wish that could be the episode title <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay no i do i do like yeah, I think you're right that he's just trying to like really reinforce like look at me, I am America's dad. Yeah. Here's the other. So this is based on a Swedish novel. Yeah. And um in this movie his neighbor who helps him out is um Hispanic. Yes. And that's like a pretty big part uh, of her character and like I feel like part of their interplay. Um in the original novel what ethnicity is that person? Because I feel like they need to be familiar enough to Swedes to be, like, endearing, but different enough Yeah, that they are different. And I I have a guess. I think I... Okay, so there I could give you a serious answer based on, like, the, the immigrant situation in Sweden. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think a, a more... <laughs> I think a better answer is that Finnish. I think they'd be Finnish. I was going to say Danish. Danish. I think Finnish is too different. Okay. D- yeah. Fin- <laughs> Finns are too far gone. Yeah. Yeah. Their language, far too different, makes them mad. They want to kill a Finn. They want to hug a Dane. Because mm. a Dane, a Dane is a Swede on, on a bad day. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier about talking with grapes in your mouth. Our Danish mm-hmm. listeners, if there are, I actually think there are a few of you every now and then. Um, Dear God. Yeah. I, frankly, I don't know how they listen to this podcast without dying because it's far too funny for a Dane. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that in mind, what I was going to say is all <laughs> due apologies to you, the Danish, the Danish folks out there. Our, our one Danish listener. Who survived the humor of any episode. Yeah. Even, um, even our worst episode. Because, man, your language does sound, kind of sound like the ones I've been learning, but with a lot of grapes mm-hmm. in your mouth. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like Danes, that's a good pet for the folks across the street as far mm-hmm. as uh, what they got going on. Um, yeah. So our one Danish listener who we no longer have. All due apologies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I do need to unpack in my next therapy session why I seem to hate Dane so fucking much. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't gonna harp on it, but my guy, there's <laughs> there's a big box in your head that just says the Danes that you need to <laughs> and deal with. It's got a big X on it. <laughs> just a big Sharpie X. Yeah. No, thank you. Um. God damn. I don't. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I got against. Really, it's I think it's just that region because I also don't like the Dutch. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Maybe it's the D's. Maybe it's the D's. You just don't trust a country. It starts Mm-mm. with a D, but then you're fine with Deutschland. So well, because in English it's Germany. Yeah, I guess. And so. yeah, he, here's the thing, Luke. Historically, when have the Germans ever done anything to my people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not once not once Never. in history have the germans ever been a, an antagonist to the jewish people 
No, I, like you can't find a single example in in world history mm-hmm. in which the Germans I like did a mass depopulation of Jews in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. And and many other peoples, but also particularly Jews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't find it. Nope. They're friends of the Jews. Germans all always a staunch ally to the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know this. Um which I do I I do actually now feel like I need to clarify this is not a Kanye esque denial of the Holocaust. Yeah. Uh I don't think <laughs> to anyone be clear. Was, yeah. If you were thinking that, uh, jokes have been in the room for this entire oh, yeah. podcast. Jokes are here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Would be wild, though, if I if I didn't believe in the Holocaust, but was Jewish. Mm. Sort of a Ben Shapiro look, huh? Yeah, a little bit of a Ben Shapiro, a little bit of a Stephen Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean... What what else you got here? I'm coming up kind of dry on this one, man. Uh, well, you know, maybe then um, what you should do is coat your windows in foil and come with me uh, because, Luke, it's time to come to the conspiracy corner. Oh, yes. It's like slipping into a warm pair of nice house shoes, putting on the same bathrobe. That I've mm-hmm. known for for sixty something episodes, it feels great, Sam. What do you got for me today in the conspiracy corner? See, I I I do have to say it's funny to me that for you it's this like comforting, uh, calming sort of experience because for me it is a sweaty and violent <laughs> and terrifying place. Yeah. Um, because Luke, we have a lot here. Mm. Okay. Very obviously, this is every Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks is Otto Anderson. Otto Anderson is Tom Hanks. They're every character person that Tom Hanks has ever played. And honestly, pretty easy. He's grumpy, just like uh, Colonel Tom Parker and Finch. Um, Mm -hmm. He knows how to cut rope, uh, which, as you know, I established very early on in Hanksy Panksy that Tom Hanks is a serial killer. Yes. Um. So so there's that. Uh, he he knows how to handle a vehicle. Um, he knows how to kill a person. He's a violent man. So we have some callbacks to uh, Saving Private Ryan, uh, where where the man is comfortable with violence. Yeah. Um, but we have some smaller details here, that I genuinely find a little concerning. Okay. 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 So, Luke, there's a book in this movie mm-hmm. that, that is very important to Tom because it is his, it was the book that his late wife was reading when they first met. Yeah. And it was The Master and Margarita, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you got a good look at the cover of this book or not. I did. Uh... Now, did you notice that it is sort of a... Uh, I would call it a, de- a demonic cat. Yeah, a demonic cat seems very accurate. It's a wild book cover. Mm-hmm. It is a demonic cat. And also in this movie, he is followed by a cat. Mm-hmm. Kind of grumpy cat. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Luke, we have dealt with demons before mm-hmm. in the conspiracy corner. Luke, I think we failed to kill Atar. Oh my god, but we did so much stuff. We did do so much stuff. And you can tell that all of that is weighing on Tom. Uh, the the brutality of his fight with Atar has really gotten to him. Such, mm-hmm. you know, such, such that he is trying to kill himself. Um, but, but of course he, he um, can't and won't kill himself. Um, because Atar's back. And I think the cat was a spy. Oh, God damn it. Not the cute little kitty cat. I know, I know. I've got a cute kitty cat in my lap right now. I love kitty cats. And that's how Atar's getting us. Because <laughs> Atar, Atar has learned 
that it's not necessarily just Tom that he has to go after. Yeah. It's us. It's the boys. It's the boys mm-hmm. as well. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you had a kitty cat demon spy, would you keep that kitty mm-hmm. cat demon spy? Because I think I'd keep that kitty cat. Of course I would. Cat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not turning that cat away. Yeah. My guy, I, I like... I don't care if the cat will kill me or not. I'm going to love that cat until it does slit my throat while I'm sleeping. Exactly, my guy. I ain't turning away a kitty cat. Um, now, here's the other thing. Um, uh, Marisol, is that the neighbor's name? Uh-huh. Yep. She, multiple times, essentially saves his life by sort of foiling, uh, it, his various sort of uh, suicide attempts. Yeah. I don't think that's the right word for it anymore, but I don't I don't know the correct term. I'll be yeah. perfectly honest. Luke, there's a reason for that. Mhm. She's the Christ child. She's the Christ child. Okay. She's the Christ child. Now he is forgotten. Uh because and and I think maybe she is sort of a rebirth of the Christ child. Mm. um but um but yeah i mean because you know we we have seen the christ child help tom in his fight against atar and i believe what happened is the previous christ child when you know you tom uh uh winslow and i all thought that we um defeated atar i believe the christ child ascended to heaven as as was foretold in the prophecy yeah yeah Uh, yeah yeah now that Atar has returned, the Christ child too must return. And she has returned in the form of Marisol. Okay. Um, All right. Who saves Tom because she knows his importance in defeating Atar once again. I, I don't love that Atar's back, but I How love this you? direction. God, am I excited to see Tom back in the saddle, hunting demons, mm-hmm. fucking up Atar's kingdom. Yeah, dude. Now, can I tell you something else? Mm-hmm. I realize I started this by saying that this is a sweaty, terrifying, violent place for me. I felt a distressing amount of comfort explaining the Christ child ascending to heaven and then returning because Atar has returned. Once I get on a roll with this, it actually does feel quite nice. Yeah, that's the danger of the conspiracy corner is that... Uh, it is. It does, it does do things to you specifically. Yeah, makes me start drawing a lot of pictures and stuff. But Luke, I've got one final thing. Ooh, okay. Well, hit me with that. There's the man in the BMW mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Who knows a lot about Tom. Mm-hmm. And he is a bad person. Yeah. And Luke, my question for you is, is the man in the BMW a veiled threat at us? Two people who know Tom better than anyone on the planet. Hmm. Is this Tom through Playtone saying, I see you and I hate you? Hmm. It ain't great for us, is it? It's not a good look. Yeah. Because he's mostly seen as like this kind of shadowy figure. Mm-hmm. And so I may, maybe Tom is mad that we have revealed the existence of Atar at all. And and his battles with Tom, Tom being patient zero for COVID, all of these things. Yeah. But it might also be that Tom just hates that we talked about his dingling so ding dang much. I think I was about to say it, my dude. I think maybe it's just that we discussed his peener kind mm-hmm. of a lot in our first 60 episodes. Yeah, I will say, uh, now, now that I, I feel, it's, it's, I am going to say it is a veiled threat at us. Yeah, I think uh, so as well. And as, as I move out of the conspiracy corner here, we do get a very tantalizing sort of nut shot of Tom uh, in kind of the one of the more upsetting scenes mm-hmm. um, where he is in his underwear um, about to kill himself. But it is shot sort of crotch level. He's, he's got his knees apart, and he's just in boxers. And I, Luke, I did think maybe we were going to see something. It would have been the wrong time, I won't <laughs> lie. 
It would have been, but at the same time, you got to take it wherever it comes with this guy. <laughs> that that's what I always say. Mhm. Um yeah. Oh. This we talked about this at dinner. Mm-hmm. We got we we've got a new goal for the podcast, folks. Oh, yes we do. Oh my god, right. am I excited about this? Okay, so we're so we're going to talk about this instead of next week's episode in the movie because we already discussed last time what the doesn't matter, folks. You know we've talked before about trying to get Tom or Dwayne or I guess now Keanu on on the podcast, and quite honestly, it's not going to happen. Yeah, not not very highly unlikely. I'd say the chances yeah. are non-zero, but infinitesimal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've set our sights, I think, on something far more achievable. Yes, we fucking have. And that is for us to film a trivia section of Nuvi with mm-hmm. Maria Menounos. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Can you only imagine the day? When we get the call from Maria Menounos and she says, come on down to the studios, chaps. Yeah, you fucking no-name losers. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to ask you some (laughs) trivia questions so you look like a couple of fucking dunces? And it's like, yes, absolutely. Because, man, no one has ever heard of any of the people on Nuvi. Mm -mm. No offense to the people on Nuvi. Some offense. Um, <laughs> well, it's always, okay, so we talked about this at dinner. They seem to find these, like, TikTok influencers, these mm-hmm. TikTokers, these, like, Gen Zers, um, who are known for doing things on TikTok, which is not my domain, and I know nothing no. about it, but, uh, they don't know basic movies, like, the guy today didn't know what Seabiscuit was. Correct. He also didn't know A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own, which we are intimately familiar with A League of Their Own. so We are. Um, we do better at it. We're personable. Mm-hmm. And we have about as much of a platform as some of these other folks. So Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to look at the guy today was Griffin Johnson, I think. Oh, this is going to be a dispiriting look at how many followers he has, Sam. It's going to be a lot of them. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real upset. Yeah, let we're me not, know what those numbers t- are. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. We're not talking about it. <laughs> but do you, do you want to guess how many Instagram followers he has? 12 million. Oh, no, not that many. He, look, man, he was on Nuvi, okay? Okay, he true, doesn't true. Have 12 let, million. Me, let, me, let me redo it. Is it 3 million? It is exactly 3 million, yes. Nice. So, um... Nuvi might be a tough putt for us. I think we can do it. If we all rally together and believe yeah. in our heart of hearts that Hanksy Panksy will be on Nuvi with Maria Menunos, I think we yeah. can make it happen. Yeah, folks, why don't you tweet at uh, Maria Menunos and at What's Nuvi, which, again, man, it's the best fucking... Uh, <laughs> it's the best name, because... Mm-hmm. No one knows what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, everybody's asking, what's Nuvi? <laughs> what, what uh, and and actual, that is their handle. What's Nuvi? You got it. It's like a who's on first routine. What's Nuvi? Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, no. What's Nuvi? Yes. Yeah. That's, you got it. That's what it is on Instagram, TikTok, and, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. yeah. Tweet at Maria Menunos and at what's Nuvi and tell them. That we should be on there, cause we we've got about as much of a platform as anybody else. Yeah, plant some Why? seeds. Honestly, maybe that should be our hashtag. Why not us? <laughs> Why not us? Let us know. Hey, Sound off in Maria. the comments, Maria Menunos. Maria Menunos, this is this is my personal plea to you. Luke, Luke, and I watch a lot of movies. We're funny, and we're young, dumb, and full of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
we would be perfect for a newbie, okay? Does your program infuriate me in a way that uh, not even the Danes can match? Yes, absolutely it does. But I still want to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want this more than I've ever wanted anything in my life, if I'm honest with you. Which is not a healthy statement. No, I just... If we were to actualize this, like, it's a joke. This is jokes are in the room and it's happening. But if this were to actually become a reality, oh my god, we would have summited Everest. And it would have been incredible. I would lose my goddamn mind Mm -hmm. if, if I assume Maria Menounos herself called me and said, hey, do you want to be on this dumb program no one understands called Nuvi? I, I would fucking explode on the spot. Yeah. We're going to book you boys some, some flights to Los Angeles, connecting flights, because it's Little Rock Airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get you yeah, out they're here. Not, <laughs> they're not chartering a plane for Nuvi. For Nuvi. We're going to book you a three-star hotel. Um, yeah. They wouldn't even put us in first class. No, we're going to get you some frontier economy seats all the way out to Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put you up at the motel down the street. We're going to shoot a newbie. I would Mm. still be so psyched for every part of that. See, now I genuinely want to know, like, what are the accommodations like for Nuvi? Like, do they put you in first class or are they like, no, it's Nuvi. We have no budget. It's probably whoever happens to be in the neighborhood. Like, who can get an you know, Uber to our studio? <laughs> probably. And, like, not not an Uber XL, for sure. No. <laughs> no. Who can One get of those a, shared Ubers. I was about to say a shared Uber. Who can get a shared Lyft to the studio within mm-hmm. about an hour uh, and make and this I movie imagine, happen? I imagine if for whatever reason they have to like give get accommodations for someone it's one of those creepy airbnbs that's just a room in someone's house yes yeah <laughs> not a full house uh no definitely just a shared room with someone who's a little creepy mm-hmm. <laughs> someone with too many knives mm. <laughs> yeah Fuck. Okay. Well, this will this will become a thing. We're gonna actualize it. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Uh. So coming soon. Hanksy Panksy on Nuvi. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, folks. Un- until then, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy Pod, or no, at Hanksy Panksy. I always forget. Uh, you can find us on Mastodon. It's uh, something like Hanksy Panksy at home. Dot. So- I will never understand Mastodon. I've posted on there a few times, and every time I feel so stupid. <laughs> um, and uh, you can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Tuck, we have not forgotten about your email about the Toyverse. This was an emergency broadcast. We will address it in the next mainline episode yeah uh also uh you can join us over on patreon patreon.com slash hanksy where we have changed the rules a little bit uh at the three dollar level so that's just our second tier uh you get access to bonus content and you can vote now we expanded voting rights yeah we uh, did so it for for everybody we did it. for everyone we fixed we democracy expanded, we fixed democracy for literally everyone Mm-hmm. So uh so our our five dollar tier, uh you you suggest movies and you vote, but at our three dollar tier you can vote on those suggestions. Uh so that vote will be up on the fifteenth, so join quick uh so that you can get in that first vote where we have fixed democracy for everyone everywhere on the planet. Yeah. Um and, uh, you know, if you join it at the $10 level, you get a shout-out like uh, Hanks' heroes. Uh, that's Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. I, who, recommend that you watch this film. How about you give them driving lessons? I would give you driving lessons. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, Luke, do you have a final quote? 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh. Uh. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Oh, no. You forgot, didn't you? I forgot. You? I forgot. You got too full thing. of Chinese food and you forgot. I know. I got too comfortable eating that good, good Chinese food that we ate together. Yeah, shout out to Fantastic China for a bomb ass meal. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have a final quote today. Damn. That I guess he's a nitwit. How about that? He's a nitwit. Sure. That yeah. works. Okay. Um Well folks, uh in until next time, thanks for listening to Hanksy Panksy. Uh, and we'll be back week back next week with some Keanu film. I don't remember what it is. <laughs>